Greetings, Saints. Welcome to the OKS Report. I'm your host, Overseer Ken Simmons, from the Ten of Meeting Holiness Ministries, located at 6953 Fillmore Drive, Maryville, Indiana, 46410. We have a great show today, and we're going to be talking about leaders leading. And uh, as we go through this, uh, we're going to learn how... Uh, um, leaders supposed to lead the things that we are supposed to be doing as leaders right we're going to see um, we're going to understand more about leadership qualities that's what I really want to get into the qualities of a leader because if you have the qualities of a leader then you'll be able to uh, understand your role as leader. Amen. Too many people in the church. We got too many leaders in the church that are leading um, blindly. It's like the blind leading the blind. Amen. You got prophets that don't prophesy. You got teachers that don't teach. We got preachers that don't preach. And pastors to scatter their flock. And none of that does anything for the kingdom of God. As a matter of fact, it's all contrary to helping the kingdom of God. It does more tearing down than anything. And we have to get away from all of that. And come back to the scriptures that we're supposed to be uh, learning. Right? We're supposed to be doing more. You got prophecies that don't prophesy. And, and the problem with that is, you know, it's something missing in the church. The pastors can't do it all, but some of them try to. But we're not supposed to. We're not supposed to do it all. I mean, if, if why would God say I give some, you know, preachers, some teachers, some pastors, some evangelists, you know, some prophets? Why would he give us those if they're not to work in the church and the pastor is the only one doing everything? <laughs> he gives all of those people, he puts them in the church so they can all do their jobs. Everybody stay in their lane and the church grows. I mean, but you got, and then you got people with titles that ain't even biblical. You got titles in the church that ain't even titles. So, I mean, we got to come back to the Holy Scriptures and see what God say. And run the church God's way. It's his church. And, and we we take our we take God's church and run it through any way we want, <laughs> and we do it our way. And we got to come back to Bible. We do. So many people are not using their gifts in the church, and we have to. We can't have people sitting on their gifts. And the church is going to suffer because of it. 
We can't do that. The church will fall apart. Or the church just will be stagnant because it's missing this part that God has sent there and nobody's using it. And nobody's doing anything with it. And on top of that, we have to be the example that God called us to be. We're doing too much. We're doing too much. Being the example means to be God-like. If you're doing a whole bunch of stuff in your life that you know Christ would not do, why are you doing it if you call yourself a Christian and you're supposed to be Christ-like? Right? Titus 2 and 7 says, Show yourself in all respects to be a model of good works, and in your teachings show integrity and dignity. We have to be a model of good works. Now, how do we do that? We show ourselves approved, we act Christ like. Then we look in the scriptures and see what Christ actually did. What did he do? We want to be Christians. That means Christ-like. You can't learn what Christ-like is if you don't know who Christ is. If you haven't seen what he has done, if you haven't read or studied him, how are you going to be Christ-like? How can you call yourself a Christian and you don't even know nothing about Christ? Right? We have to show ourselves in our respects a model of good works. How do we become a model of good works? Doing what Christ do. Following the Holy Scriptures. Teaching. In your teaching, show integrity. Show some dignity. Being a model is for people to look at you and say, yeah, I want to be like that. I want to do that. I want to be that type of Christian. And there's nothing wrong with that. Paul tells us in the scriptures, uh, follow me as I follow Christ. And you're well within scripture doing that. Which means if I'm not following Christ, you don't have no business following me. But so many people follow other people that are not Christ-like. And, and, it, and it's, you know, it's a problem. And again, like I say, churches are stagnant because of it. We think ourselves bigger than we are a lot of times as leaders. Uh, Luke 22 and 26, it says, but not so with you. And this is Jesus talking. He says, rather, let the greatest among you become as the youngest and the leader as one who serves. And Jesus was telling them that. 
telling his disciples that because they were sitting at the Last Supper. And Jesus had just got through telling them that um, somebody at this table is going to betray me. And then they went, uh, you know, they're going around the table whispering and mumbling and grumbling to each other. You know, is it me, Lord? Is it me? Is it me? And somehow it turned from that to who's the greatest among us? <laughs> and and I get how it got there. You know, I can I can see how it got there. It goes from oh, who's who is this? Who did that? Who who would, who would betray you, Jesus? Who betrayed Jesus? It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. No, you know it wasn't me because I'm. I'm always around Jesus. Well, no, no, I'm always around Jesus. I'm the one that, that I, I carry the money, you know. So I'm the, I'm the best, you know. I'm his, I'm his right hand man, you know. And then, and it went from, it went from being about who's going to betray Jesus, to about them. The whole thing came off of Jesus, and it became something about them. And what happens in the church, is that the focus of worship and praise of God and the word of God is um comes uh takes a back seat to um all the antics and the uh glitz and glamour of the pastor and what he's doing so all of the focus is of Christ and the focus is on the entertainment part of the church. The singing, the dancing, the shouting, the, 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 you know, all of that stuff becomes more important than the actual word of God that's, that you're there to hear. A lot of theatrics is in the church now. A lot of churches don't even have um, altars and things. They just have stages. No podium. Right? No altar. Just the stage. That's the, that's the way the church is now. Jesus said, but not so with you. Rather, let the greatest among you become as the youngest. And Jesus is explaining to the disciples that the higher you go up, the more responsibility you have. So the more responsibility you have, the more of a servant you become. You see? So... The higher you go up, the more of a servant you are because the more you're needed. If you got three or four churches up under you, that means you got to tend to three or four churches. That doesn't mean three or four churches tend to you. You have to go and see about those churches. You have to keep an eye on them. They don't have to keep an eye on you. But that's what you're supposed to do. Keep the churches in line and, and, and check on them. Nurture them. Mature them. 
But we don't see that. We see all of the churches and all of the people catering to the leaders in the church instead of the leaders in the church catering to the people. And that and this is why the churches are in the problem, having the problems that they have. Nobody's leading uh, the church God's way. We lean to our own understanding about what church is, about God's church. And Jesus tells us, upon this rock I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Upon this rock. Because Peter had told him that he was he was the uh, Messiah. And upon what God had told Peter to say, he said, because Jesus told him, what you said can only come from my Father, which is above. And upon that statement, I build my church. That's the rock. God. He's always been the rock. But somehow, that got twisted and the Catholic Church and everybody else believed that Peter's the rock. <laughs> Peter denied Jesus three times. Peter's not the rock. He never was the rock. Scripture tells us that God, Jesus is the rock. The rock is Christ. Amen. So we have to get back to scripture. We have to understand uh, as leaders and uh, what that means to um, what that means to be in in, in um, fellowship with Christ and what it means to lead his church. You hear Hebrews 13 and 7, it says, Remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God. Now, as a layperson or as somebody coming up as a leader, you have leaders that lead. And it told us in the scriptures and we had read how we're supposed to be the example. If you have a person that is a great example and, and you following them as they follow Christ, it says, remember your leaders, those who spoke to you, the word of God and it's telling you to remember the leaders that's, that are right it's not telling you to remember everybody it's telling you to remember the ones who have spoke to you the word of God and these are the people that are telling you uh, the truth these are good leaders true men of God remember your leaders those who spoke to you the word of God Consider the outcome of the way of life. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Yeah. 
it don't say imitate them it says imitate their faith and that's what we're supposed to do imitate the faith see what kind of faith they have and get yourself there scripture tells us we have to work out our own salvation so we get ourselves there we get ourselves motivated to do that listen to the man of God listen to what he's teaching you and I don't mean you know preaching to you I mean there are people that can preach and there are people that can teach but not everybody can teach what they preach about so you can walk that walk too everybody can't do that great leaders can true leaders can really teach not only the word of God but show you how to use it in your life and that is uh, a key element in being a great leader being able to teach you how to take these things that we preach about and put them in your everyday life and use them to the glory of God and use them to the benefit of your life that's what teachers do that's what leaders true leaders do The Bible tells us we have to speak life into other people. Speak life into someone's life. As a leader, if you're not speaking life into anybody, what's the fruits of your labor? You know, we just preaching that doesn't that's that doesn't do it. <laughs> the fruits of your labor is the people that are in your church and they are using what you have taught them to better themselves and the people around them. That's the fruits of the labor. So in that we must speak joy on people, speak peace, speak love. And as we speak these things to these people, speak Jesus to the people. You know? Speak Jesus to everybody. We have to lead and talk with understanding. And as we lead and talk, we're leading people. We're guiding them with understanding, with the Holy Spirit. We're talking to them through the anointing of the Spirit. Because what happens is, the Holy Spirit teaches us all things. So, because the Holy Spirit teaches us all things, what it does is, so how does that, you know, you ask yourself, how does that work in my everyday life? How is the Holy Spirit going to, because what happens is, the Holy Spirit teaches you all things holy. But the things that the Holy Spirit teaches you that are holy is going to benefit you in your everyday life so that's what the Holy Spirit does it teaches you all things about God which is God's wisdom and God's wisdom 
will benefit you in your everyday life. The principles of God's wisdom will help you get through your everyday life. And that's what the Holy Spirit teaches. And we have to be um, willing to learn that. Because what the Holy Spirit teaches us, it teaches us in a way that we can teach it to other people. So not only do I know it, I can teach what I just learned. Right? The Holy Spirit. It teaches us all this stuff. And in John 14 and 26, it says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. The Holy Spirit is going to teach us all things and he's going to bring back to your remembrance all of this stuff. So this is how you learn scripture. This is why you can quote scripture. The Holy Spirit, it teaches you how to do these things. It puts it in your heart. But we have to be willing to listen to the Holy Spirit. And too many of us are too busy jumping around jumping over hoops jumping through hoops for man in the church and we supposed to be doing what God has said do and 10 years later you haven't uh, started the church God has asked you to start because you still uh, at the same church you was at doing what you was doing catering to the man of God that's keeping you there on purpose <laughs> for his benefit Nothing else. These things are horrible. Acts 5 and 29, it says, But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than man. Period. There is no wiggle room in that. This is God's house. We follow God's rules. We follow the man of God that he put in charge of the house as long as he is following God. Follow me as I follow Christ. If I'm not following Christ, don't follow me. That's crazy. Why would you lead yourself to hell on purpose when you know the stuff that he's doing is wrong? Why would you do that? Don't do that to yourself. That's not what we're here for. Watch and pray. Always watch and pray. Understand who you are in Christ. Understand whose you are in Christ. And this is what it is. And and and, and sticking by the scriptures. And this is my last point. But we have to stick by the scriptures. Understand the Holy Scriptures. If we're not going to follow the Holy Scriptures, why are we even looking at the Bible? The Bible is our road map to everlasting life. It's the only one we have. So I'm not going to take my chances 
trying to go into an everlasting life without following the roadmap that God gave me. I'm going to stick to the roadmap, which is the Bible. Why? 2 Timothy 3 and 16 and 17 says, because all scriptures is breathed out by God. And what else? And profitable for teaching. And what else? And for reproof. And for what else? And for correction. And for what else? And for training in righteousness. You get all of that by sticking to the Holy Scriptures. It says, and you do all of that. Why? For the man of God may be competent. Right? This completes a man. This is how he, he, he becomes who he is in Christ. Through the scriptures. Equipped for every good work. Not just some good works. Every good work. There is nothing that the man of God shouldn't be able to do in the church. Because you have access to the Holy Spirit who has and teaches all things. There's not a ministry that a man of God shouldn't be able to do. Right? Every good works. Every good work. And this stuff is profitable. Profitable because God made it that way. When you stick with the Holy Spirit, you uh, you got it made because that's who God designed us to listen to. Right? If they're not sticking to the scriptures, we have to avoid that stuff. We can't listen to these people that ain't that ain't talking scripture. Right? Second Timothy two and sixteen says, But avoid irreverent babble, for it will lead people into more and more ungodliness. Stuff that ain't got nothing to do with God, stay away from that mess. Stay away from it. It's not going to do you nothing but harm. it do you no good. Right? Stick with God. Let God give us the understanding. Allow Him to give us the wisdom, His wisdom, knowledge of His Son, and the understanding of the Holy Spirit. And all of that is going to equip us for the for the good works that we need to do. Amen. These are the things that God wants us to do. So as a leader and as your leader leads, we have to walk in our calling. 
go forth as leaders of God and be the person God ordained you to be. Not what man ordained you to be, but the person that God ordained you to be. And when you do that, you can't go wrong. Amen. Amen. So that is the show for today. Talking about leaders and leadership. I thank you for coming on. And if you have any questions. And if you want to leave comments. Um, you can email us at t-o-m-m-i-n-c at yahoo.com. That's t-o-m-m-i-n-c at yahoo.com. And if you have a question, we'll put it on the air and uh, answer it on the air for you. And if you want to do it, you know, in a private manner, we can answer it through an email too. Doesn't matter. Amen. And um, God bless. And you guys be uh, faithful. Stay faithful to God. And I will see you next week. Amen. This has been a Tent of Meeting Holiness Ministry production.